What up, what up, what up? What up, everybody? It's your girl, Marquita, but they like to call me Who Miss Hollywood. And you're tuned into another episode of So Hollywood, the podcast. Hey, hey, I don't know if y'all can hear the music, but this intro is really, really dope. I got some things going on with the intro. I'm going to pull my special guest up here in just a second. Shout out to everybody that will tune in and has tuned in to my previous episodes and today's episode. It's going to be a wonderful episode today. Hey. Listen. Uh. Uh. Shout out to JK, the animator, which is our special guest today. He is really, really dope. I found him on Instagram, and I'm pretty sure you all found him on Instagram as well. Even though he has been doing this thing for over 10 years, you guys will not believe that this man has been doing this for over 10 years, and he just went viral. And we're going to talk about all of that here shortly when I pull him up. Shout out to all of my Hollywood fans, Hollywood stars, or matter of fact, let's let's come up with something because I want to have I want to have some some fans too. I want them to have you know some some type of input in this situation. So, yes, hey hey hey, what up everybody? It's your girl Marquita, but they like to call me who Miss Hollywood. Uh, so Hollywood podcast is a platform where everyone is treated equally and I bring them together with this thing called entertainment and it's all forms of entertainment from animation from uh, if you if you shucks if you do open mics if you're an artist if you're an, like there's many form of this artistry called entertainment and as you guys know and if you do not know. I um I like to do a mini recap. I had Aaron J on the scene. He oh man, he's so dope. He's an um a new artist, actually two years in, new R&B. So if y'all think R&B is gone, y'all are sadly mistaken because this gentleman that I have on the show or had on the show, he he pulled out all the stops. And you can see that um here shortly. I am currently rebranding my podcast, so check it out but anywho catch out the latest episode of so hollywood the podcast on all of your streaming platforms and if you want to be a guest go to www.allofhollywood.biz and without further ado i'm going to bring my special guest up here he is a uk content creator comedian is what i read on his bio and instagram but you can't always believe the instagram or you know social media so we're going to let him tell it himself and he has over 10 years of experience he's a senior multimedia uh, animator and over 137,000 followers. We have, we're gonna bring him up here, JK the animator. <laughs> we gotta say it right, but I'm about to bring him up here. Shout out to him. We're gonna wait till it get up here. Oh, hi. Can, oh, I can hear you. How are you doing today? Or this I'm evening, right. because it's evening over there, correct? Yes, uh, uh, 9 p.m. over here. Oh, okay. So, I'm yeah, we're going to get to it. <laughs> so, yes, I can hear you. I can see you just fine. Shout out to all of my um, international. We're going international with this, y'all. This is my first international guest on my podcast. Shout out to you, break popping the cherry. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
This is an open. Yes, this is an open platform. If there's anything that you do not want to talk about, then let me know. If if so, we're gonna get this mm-hmm. thing cracker lacking. So as I mentioned before, you are uh, you you are located in the UK. And you are a content creator slash comedian from what I saw on <laughs> on your Instagram page. But you do animation for the most part or visual arts overall, I guess, to categorize it. And you have over 10 years of experience. Oh, my goodness. This is I, I would have never known all of this had you not went viral here shortly in the in the United States and just took it by storm. But like I said, we're going to talk all about that um, here shortly. And you're the creator of Dragon Flow Z, which we're going to also talk about that here shortly. So and and your real your your alias is JK the animator, correct? Let me make sure I'm starting off correct. That's what I go by. <laughs> okay, so let's start this interview off right. Um, how did this thing called entertainment enter your life? Like your I mean, first memory, your your first memory of like entertainment or being a part of entertainment or you know that kind of genre of things. So when I was young, mm-hmm. I always wanted to be a storyteller, and you know. It started off, I just wanted to tell, like, in my mind, oh, if I could make a cartoon, it would be this and that. And then I would, you know, make my own little comics right. and things like that. And really, to cut a long story short, the whole pathway has been the idea of, well, I'm a person who likes to tell stories. And the journey has been finding the right medium to tell stories within. So okay. it started out with comics. And then we went, um, I think, into more videos. We went into music. We went into literature and just writing um and then eventually we landed on animation um and and again these are all just hobbies that i like to do and just have just explored over the period of of my life let's say and um now i'm sort of at a point where it's a case so even though i've got 10 years experience just to (laughs) okay okay I, I i do appreciate it but just to be clear, in case people come chasing me, um, so I've been in the entertainment industry, you could say, for 10 years. Like, when I graduated from what you guys would call college, mm-hmm. um, I was working at a chicken shop for a while, and then I managed to get a job in, um, it's like a post-production house for, like, big films. So, like, the special effects and stuff you'll see in the Marvel films. Okay. There's a few places in the UK where you know like headquarters so to speak like a headquarters for well yeah headquarters for they're global companies but their headquarters are in the uk yeah so i managed to get a job at one of those um right at the bottom cleaning kitchens and stuff like that and then worked my way up into um just a junior role there but i was actually a 3d artist on a few big films and that was my first foray into the industry right and then uh long story short again cut all our jobs (laughs) Sent them all to India, so I was thrown back out into the Wild West, having to figure out how I'm going to be an artist. Right. Um, and then it was just a series of coincidences where I managed to land different jobs, which gave me experiences in different parts of the industry. So working on TV, um, working on like the online media promotion, working as an ad hoc promoter for like people just doing cool things, you know? So, so you've literally dibbled and dabbled, so to speak, in just, just about... Dibbled and dabbled 
all all kind of things. And then when what happened was when the pandemic hit and the whole world just went into lockdown, um, the company I was working for at the time, again, as a media video animator person, right. um, they put us all on furlough. So our jobs were very, oh, we don't know, we don't know what's coming kind of thing. I mean, no one at that time knew what was coming. So mm. um, that was when I was like, well, because I always have other things on the side as well. Like um, I've got a business with my bro where we sell a game. Um, got a written book with my cousin, which is for kids' books and things like that. So there's lots of other things on the side as well as the animation. But prior to that, I was like, I know I've got had it inside me where I've got these ideas. Where I just want to take little, little comedy skits, little ten seconds, twenty second comedy skits, and just make little animations there, just because they're fast. I know I can do them, and just to see what would happen if if I'd done that. Right. And then when the pandemic hit, the thing that I've been asking the Lord for, which was time, finally I had it. Yes. So rather than worry about whether I did or didn't have a job, I was like, well, let me just focus my energy into this and try and get into a thing where, well, maybe this can come into something. If not, I can get another job when the time comes kind of right. thing. But at least for the time being, I'm it's keeping time my skills sharp. to focus on you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... And I was doing that for maybe maybe a year, a year and a half okay. before things really blew up. Yeah. Prior to that, people liked the videos, but the algorithm just wouldn't push the videos and hardly show them to anybody. So, yeah. And then eventually, persist enough, and then it happened. So It happened. Because <laughs> I see the consistency that you have via social media and the changes that you did or, were, you know, going through and freshening up and, you know, doing the things that you needed to do to progress to where you are today. So that's even dope. Because when I looked through your social media, I was like, he went from from this to, to this. Man, this is, this is amazing. Like, I just got chills on my arms. Like, it's it just it just goes to show that persistence in, in being consistent with what you love to do, even though you didn't have a job or so to speak, you still spearheaded a project and you stuck to it. And that's inspiration alone to a lot of the people that have been following you. And I'm pretty sure you've gotten a lot of stories behind it. You, you know, it's a lot of people that have come your way and said, Hey, you've inspired me, me included. Cause I, 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 when I saw your things on social media, I was like, who is this person? And I've, I've always loved cartoons. I've been, in, I've been in people's inbox saying, Hey, we need a cartoon for the culture. Don't steal my idea. Y'all we're going to, we working on this. We need a cartoon for the culture where all genres of the music industry is in one cartoon. Cause you imagine Morgan Freeman and, or, you know, all these people mm. in one cartoon walking past one another on the street just to have a conversation like that would be it, and it can be on and on and on and and with that being said mm. it's just you give the inspiration to even think about that and think outside of the box because I don't think nobody mm. else would have would have thought like you're thinking now because you even you crossed over to like comedy skits like you said and then you got into the big the big, the big one that really hit you, you know, hit you hard and was like, dang, I want to know how that feeling was. But we're going to we're going to I'm pushing a little bit forward because I'm pretty sure throughout your time period, you had your mm. trials and tribulations with, you know, with mm. um your animation. Can you talk a little bit about like that side of it? Like 
how did you continue to press on and how what was your inspiration behind the animations that we see today from that went viral so to speak okay so first of all yeah thank you for the love man it's um it's appreciated and it's it's what gives me the fuel to it's what gives the fuel for the persistence at this point anyway to you know not just give the standard but give Give yeah, something worth right. giving, you know? Right. Um, but in regards to the animation, I would say, so it initially started where, because myself, I don't consider myself a great animator in general, right? Mm. What it is, is I have a few key skills that I've mastered, and because I've mastered those, I can utilize those very well, right? So. Yeah. In the beginning, it was, well, I know I can't do no fancy animation with detailed, fancy-looking characters. I'm not an artist like that. So I need to stick to my strength, do something that's simple, that I can do fast, and focus on the story and the comedy. Because the story and the comedy is where, where my strengths are, kind of thing. Wow. So that's where and why things started quite crude and where they were at the beginning. And then as I was doing it, you know, just like with anything else you're doing, as you do it, you pick up skills along the way. So every time I'm trying out a new idea, I'm picking up a new skill, which I can then use moving forwards kind of thing. And the speed at which that was happening, because I was made doing it, it every day, mm. made it easier and made me speed up, but not so much. So it's like, the skits might still take a day to do, but what I could do in a day had increased. So I could add more background, more characters. I could build templates for myself because I had a rhythm for what I was doing kind of thing, you know? Right. So that was the sort of pattern for a while. And then on TikTok, so what was funny was I was making skits for myself and I was collaborating with other people. And my TikTok was just not getting no love whatsoever. I think I was on maybe, I don't know, 500 people or something like that. And I'd been like that for maybe three or four months. And one of the guys I collaborated with um, Marcus Cook, shout out to him. One of the his stories on my channel, I think, are up there with the funniest stuff I've ever made. Possibly the funniest stuff on the internet. All right, and again, it's not me; it's his stories. Right, I just have to happen to have the privilege of animating them. But he was one of the first cats that ever reached out to me. And um, so, one early on, I was doing quite a few of his videos, and he put them on TikTok. Like maybe three or four months after I'd done them, and they done all right on Instagram and stuff, but then he put them on TikTok and in like a night, they got like 500,000 views, five, four, he put like four videos up and they got maybe over, I don't know, over, over 800,000 views in one night. <laughs> what? I was like, yo, I was, I was, it was like, it was complicated, man. Cause right. I was like, the videos have the potential to go that viral. But for no reason I can fathom, it just hasn't happened on my page yet. Right. right? So we had a missing link. There was a missing link that, yes. Yeah. But, so that was the first sort of viral happening. And then, again, I just stuck at it. And maybe two months later, a few videos on my page, there was one about um, a kid who was complaining about the, how Wednesday was spelt. And that one <laughs> just went crazy viral. And that one kind of started the blow up of my TikTok. So. Okay. That was good. And once TikTok was rolling, it was like, okay, now people are starting to see my posts. People are starting to see my content, share my content. And the algorithm is kind of picking up now. Okay. Yeah. Understood. 
Understood. So, but then it was still quite general. I was just doing lots of different types of comedy. Then I just happened to do the little baby skit, right? It was just another one of the skits that I was just doing, Little Baby and Drake. And that one went crazy. That Mm. one went viral everywhere across all the platforms. And in the space of 10 days, my YouTube went from like, I think maybe seven, 800 people to over a hundred thousand. So that was when I was like, rah, I can, I could probably do this full time now because the YouTube is the thing that gives you the revenue to really push everything. Not have to worry about. Right. Yeah. So once I had that in place, I was like, all right, well maybe I should focus on these, you know, rappers in the studio kind of thing. Because again, I haven't seen nothing like this out there like a thing you know you see the odd skit here and there but i haven't seen anyone make it a proper thing where it's you know people in the studio but with a funny twist or taking it to another level kind of thing you know and just with my background of loving anime loving cartoons loving hip-hop being able to operate from a place that i love or from a place of passion just makes the process easy so there was a few trials where I would take songs with funny moments or things I could play with and do those and they done well. So I'm like, okay, this is working. This is good. But then, because I'm always trying to test myself and see what my limits are, I guess, in a sense. So my case was like, all right, well, I can animate a funny song, but can I take a song and make it funny? Mm. That to me would be a different kind of gear that I could go into, which would open up a lot more doors and open up, like it would free me to just do whoever I want for the sake of just including them in the story because I can find a way to make anything funny. So there was one skit, I think, with Kendrick Lamar, my first or second Kendrick Lamar skit. And I was like, well, this ain't a funny song. So if I can make this funny, then I've got something here. And I managed to make, well, I put it out there. And that was the one where I was the most scared. Where I was like, oh, man, <laughs> the people who don't like it. Oh, man, my heart and soul is out here. I feel so vulnerable. Oh, my God. And um, so and behold, thank God the people, the people gave it their blessing. And I was like, okay, I can, I can do breathe this. Breathe again, this is, yeah. <laughs> and I've got something that I can not replicate because no skit is the same, but there's a formula that I can tap into to make a thing out of this, you know? Yeah. And so what happened from there is the final step where, because where I'm using like Drake's music or little baby's music or Mm. J Cole's music, those videos get copyright claimed. So I don't actually get paid for those videos. They're purely for the people. Okay. Okay. A lot of people don't know that. Okay. Listen, listen, tell it right now. Tell it's for the people. You know what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Those ones are there more just because the people like them and because they're good for bringing new viewers to the page. Bringing more content and bringing, yeah. Yeah. But I still have to make other content like the general comedy stuff or my collaborations with other people like Marcus, Ace Vane, Big Michael. Um, but the problem is anything with me or just anyone I'm doing it with, if it doesn't have a big name in it, it doesn't get, it might get 10% of the same push that a Drake skit and might why, get. Why do you feel that? Let's, let's, let's elaborate a it's little bit on that. It's something in the algorithm. Okay. I don't think it's any agenda. I think it's purely something in the algorithm where if Drake drops a song, 
millions of people are going to type for that song into oh. YouTube, into TikTok, into thing, right? So if I put my video there with the song in it, it's almost like I'm hacking the system where I get to get myself included with a lot of that traffic. Gotcha. Um, and even though the Comfort Drake's real song, they might just see my thing in the feed. Oh, what's that cartoon? Check it out. And then they're not, now they're introduced to my page you're and my pushed, style of comedy. You're pushed ahead of like pretty much um, at the towards the beginning of the line, so to speak, instead of being at the, yeah. at the bottom. Well, it's you're, you're in something. Rotation. You're so in a way that people are looking for. Because mm-hmm. the problem is, if I just release a skit without Drake or Little Baby or things like that, if you're a JKD animated fan, cool, you might see the video. Right. If not, probably not going to see the video and you're probably not going to search for the video. So, again, so a little baby skit might get 200,000 views in three days, whereas something that I've done with Ace Vane, which I think is five times funnier, might only get 30,000 views, period. And that's it. It stops pushing it after that. And so Dragonflow, let me get back to the point. Yeah, Tangent, <laughs> So Dragonflow was my attempt to bridge or to solve that problem where how do I make videos, including a lot of the hip hop artists that everybody loves, where I'm not directly using their songs, you know? Yeah. So the first one was actually an experiment. Um, I was just, again, testing myself to see what I could do. If it would, I mean, it's a crazy idea. I'm going to get the song. And I'm going to find a verse, but the verses are going to be talking to each other. And I'm going to put it on a whole new remix. And I'm going to animate the shit out of it. Like, it <laughs> was a just process. a high thought one evening. Right. And then woke up the next day and thought, oh, actually, that was a, the weed was good, but that was actually a good thought. So <laughs> let me just, let me pursue with that one and right. um, see what happens. Um, and then I'm watching this thing back now. And I'm like, yo, this is, this is kind of hot, you know. I think, I think the people might like Right. So I put the trailer out. The people liked it. So I was like, well, I'm going to have to make a full episode because the trailer was only like a minute long. Right. Um, and they're like, yeah, we want to see the full thing. I was like, all right, well, if the people ask for it, then I got to I gotta show, I got to see what it is. So, and what was interesting is I didn't know what it was going to look like. I didn't have a preconceived outcome as to what it needed to be. Right. For me, it was a pure experiment where I was seeing what could I do and what did I like? You know, I was operating from a place of passion. So I knew, I knew what I was trying to get from the sense where when I felt that, when I felt it, right. I would know it was right. right. It's an experience that I'm trying to give to people. It's not how it looks. It's not how it sounds. It's how it feels. And that's how I know when I'm in the right zone. Because now, if it feels right to me, I can trust that I, yeah. the people will like it. Or when I thought my shit was hot. <laughs> oh, I was just some dude who thought his shit was hot, you know? But um, now that I've got the verification of the people, it is a bit more justified, right? I can trust my own opinion a bit more and be confident in it and say, all right, well, yeah, let's put this out. And I'm not worried about, you know, how people are, you know, not everyone's going to like it, but right. such is life. But majority, you know? so, majority rules. Because, you know, I definitely rules. fell in you love know? and I was just like, bro, this is funny as fuck. Like you can see mm-hmm. the the changes you make even in the background with the studio, even the keyboard and the in the um the you can tell like you moved over the computer a little bit in the background. Oh, like man, you, you listen, when really I tell you research, 
listen this is not a game for me when i tell you i look at stuff like that and it's just like even like the way the hat is or just just all but that dance that one that one dance you be doing i mean with, <laughs> with the arm i be like that's my favorite that's my favorite dance you put that in your your thank you video and I was just like oh my goodness because this when you had to thank you for getting me to you um had the visuals of the YouTube going up and your Instagram going I was just like that's genius like who would have ever thought of to make that a moment you know what I mean and you took Mm -hmm. that and you ran with it and and that's where you're at today and so with that also being said what changed after going viral so to speak because like you said you've been doing this for a while and you finally got the the solidification and the approval for yourself to continue to to move forward so what changed as far as like support wise as far as like did anybody come out the woodworks and be like hey I want you to do my animation or you know those type of things what changed for you good and bad so people out there that are you know that will make this transition to be, I don't want to say famous, but borderline, mm. you know, up there with, yeah. with people, so to yeah. speak. So can you can you elaborate on the the good and the bad of of being viral or becoming viral based off of all of the things that you've done so far? Okay. So I'll start with the bad, all right, so we can end on the good. Um I feel like, well, like with anyone in the spotlight you got to be able to deal with you got to be able to deal with the abuse and the reverence mm-hmm. right people think it's just the abuse but i feel like the reverence is also something where if you're not grounded or you know you're not well yeah grounded in the, i suppose is the simplest word to put it it can very easily just yeah. like it's it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird sort of internal complex because it's like, well, how many people have to call you a genius before you start thinking, but it's like dealing with those internal battles to stay humble and just stay hungry, I think is um, something I feel like many would or could struggle with, right? And something to be aware of. If you want this kind of clout, that's one of the main things that comes with the abuse you kind of expect. But I feel like as long as you don't take it personally, like, and to be fair, I don't get a lot of abuse, right? Most people kind of are cool with the skits um, or just keep it moving or critique the art itself, which hurts, but, you know, life goes on kind of thing. The main people that come after me, I think, are just like the Christians. Again, Mm. I, I get it. I get it. You don't, you don't mean joking about the Lord and whatnot, but hey, man, I ain't really poking fun at the religion itself, man. And to be fair, for me, I feel like everything should, you should be able to make a joke about pretty much anything. Timing is important, but bringing I would say, light, well, bringing light to the, bringing know. light onto any situation, I think is a key aspect of human nature that we should never suppress, you know? So, yes, um, yeah, I forgot what we were talking about. Uh, <laughs> the good and the bad of uh, of becoming viral. Right, so that was the bad. <laughs> yes. Right. Dealing with that side of thing, I would say um, the good is the fact that I get to do what I love for a living. So I wanted to be an artist. 
I asked the Lord, help me become an artist and I'll, I swear to you I will do the re- I'll do what it takes to to hold it down kind of thing right. and um, the fact that all the perseverance paid off mm. you know um, and all the you know you hear all the motivational quotes and all these kind of things and it's like well if you have the discipline to stick to it there was a man like Ace Vane joined what are you saying brother <laughs> if you have the discipline <laughs> to stick to it Yo, the the sky is the limit kind of thing, you know? So I would say having a platform where I can just have a cool idea. Again, I can smoke a good joint, have a crazy idea, wake up the next day, manifest that idea, and give that to the world, and the world appreciate it and well, just appre- be appreciated for my art. That in itself is just a blessing. Yeah. So thanks to everyone that watches, man, for real, because... You know, I feel like I'm living my dream right now and I still have, you know, a way to go in terms of, for me, Studio 27 one day needs to be a company that's making films that rival Pixar and Paramount and the rest mm. of it. Like, that's where I'm trying to go. Are you <laughs> challenging? <laughs> Are you challenging them right now on So Hollywood, the I mean, podcast? I'm just, I'm just declaring it. That's how we manifest things, isn't it? You have to speak these things into existence. So yes. from now, that is where... The goal is, but um, until then, it's not like I'm in a, a mad rush to get there or anything. Like, I intend to make feature films and stuff one day, but I enjoy making Dragonflow Z. So, yes, yes. while I'm making Dragonflow Z on YouTube, hey, it's all good, man. I'm still loving the journey. So, um, yeah, that is definitely one of the perks of having the freedom to sort of be your own content creator for sure. Mm. If you can handle the pressure. Yeah, I know that's right. I know you said you only had a, um thirty minutes to do the show. I didn't know if you had any more time to to go because I have a okay. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, we're gonna keep it pushing because and I, I see a lot of people in the comments saying, "Oh man, he's from the UK. I didn't know he was British." So, can you can when did you cross over to? I guess the international water, so to speak, because everybody thinks that you're, you're from America. You live right here with us. So when did, when does, do you think that hinders or hurt you in a sense? Or like, how did you cross over to America? Um, so I suppose it was a case where before I didn't really have a specific, like my, uh, the way I saw my page, it was like black South Park. So any sort of black yes. comedy, whether it was UK black comedy, American black dogs. comedy, or <laughs> black comedy, I was game, you know, I am game to be right. fair still. But I think in terms of how my page blew up and this, this strategic moves to moving, like to, to surf the waves that were coming my way kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, it just made sense. Again, America is a huge audience, especially when compared to the UK, which is a little, just a little island. So it's like, well, if I have access to the American audience and I've got a product that they like, then it would make sense to just nurture that and give that to them. And I think the reason I got away with it, okay, <laughs> is, <laughs> is because I 
grew up on it the same way. So even though it's technically American culture, it's still, I, I grew up watching Fresh Prince. I grew up on Drake and Kanye and 50 Cent and all the rest of it. So right. it's like, it's authentic. I'm authentically creating from a place of passion. Mm. You know, I'm not pretending I like this stuff. It's like, this is what I like. And it animate like the Dragon Flow Z is the show I would want to see. So mm. okay. I think the fact that everyone can see the the authentic fan is creating this. Where the fan is from isn't so important. And it's only when they see my hear my accent in the credits afterwards, like, oh my God, what, <laughs> what's going on? I'm confused. What just happened? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing though. That's amazing that, that, that you were able to to do that in our an original form as well as being authentic and coming from, you know, where where majority of us come from is this thing called entertainment. And so it's it's really delightful to see, you know, people of our complexion to even be doing anything of this sort because mm-hmm. of course, you know, one day <clears throat> even still to this day people are saying just because of the color of your skin, you know, you can't do this. But you're showing and proving and and every day you're waking up saying I'm going to do this and I'm and I, I, I I'm just here for it is what I'm what I'm ultimately trying to say at the end of the day. And I really appreciate you creating something for our culture as well as just, you know, just organically and just throughout, you know, the whole process, so to speak. But let's get to like the process of being a content creator. Like, can you walk us through the the creations process as well as. Um, like your first episode of Dragon Flow Z and the inspiration behind that and just talk us a little bit about that portion of your life. So in terms of anime in the skits, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. It's not that interesting. It's a <laughs> meticulous, just repetitive kind of, you're going forward two seconds and you're going back to the, and then you're checking it and you're going back and then you're checking it and is it, that's it? And is his eye twitching right? No, nah, maybe twitch it a bit, maybe twitch it a bit less. No, nah, maybe twitch. So there's, that is the process for whenever I'm working on a skit and I'm normally sort of, so I'll normally, Monday is like my admin day. I'll be sort of sorting out my emails and preparing what I want to do for the week and making all my lists because I live by lists. List is okay. how, I make sure that I get everything that I need. This is how I prioritize things in my mind. And then at least I know I'm getting the most important things done. And if I don't get them done, they go on to next week's list. So, you know, it's a way to easily stay on top of things. The animating side of things normally kicks in Tuesday so that I have a skit ready to release on Wednesday. And again, it's just that process for maybe a day, two days straight, depending on how long or what type of skit it is. Mm -hmm. Um, Depending on what time I get the skit out on Wednesday, then I'll probably... There's, see, the thing with me is when I'm chilling, I'm still chilling in some kind of proactive way. So me writing some story for a future episode is chilling or listening to a playlist to see if I can find some new beats is chilling or listening to some freestyles to incorporate into the dragon. So I'll be doing something like that in my off days, let's say, or off time. And then maybe Thursday, Friday, I'll pick up some animation again so that I've got something on Saturday to post. That's the sort of regular schedule for the regular in the studio skits. If I have to go, when it's Dragon Flow Z time, all that shit goes out the window. And <laughs> it, it's, uh, 
a whole whole different beast. Right. Whole okay. different beast. Okay. So, because this is your baby. This is yours. This, this is yeah. Okay. Understood. This is baby, and it's like so with the other ones. It's normally well, I've got some audio, and I'm just putting a story and some animation to it. Normally, right? Right. right. Whereas with Dragonflow Z, it's just a raw idea, and it's normally well. I'll start with the music. So I'll first just come up with a fire remix where the verses are intermingling in some loose weight kind of thing. All right. And then that'll be my base. Once I've got that, I'm thinking, all right, what kind of context am I trying to put the story within? Like, where are they? Why are they fighting? It doesn't have to be anything deep. Like for the Drake Kanye thing, it was just, they were at the taco stand, man stole his taco. That's enough. That's it. Beef is on and we can, the drama is the drama <laughs> from there on out. So loose things like that. All right, what's the context? Where are they? Are they in a rocky place or a city place? That kind of stuff. Um, then once I've got that down, it's a case of I will start building out more details in the story. So it's like, all right, well, what other side characters can I have there to cut away to when I just need to cut away because I can't be bothered to animate certain things or I need to break up certain things. Right. So there's a lot of little tricks like that where they come into play in the creative process where it's like, all right, well, I can't animate him picking up the ball, so I'll just cut away to them. They'll say something about the flow and then I'll cut back to him and then he can just throw the ball, something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I'll get a pass like that. And then once I've sort of got the characters in, the environment in, and the sort of, the edit is something where I'm watching it through the music's there, the edit's there, and I'm watching it in my head all the time as well as watching it on the screen. That's when I'll start saying, okay, how do I make this shit feel like Marvel? And again, it's not about how it looks, it's about how it feels. Mm. So I might add a bunch of lightning and wind and stuff to it, and I'm just like, ah, it's cool, but it's still not hitting kind of thing. And then sometimes it might be a subtle thing like the camera shake or the camera pushing in and pulling, you know? So it's always an experiment. It's always trial and error. And that's why Dragonflow Z is such a long process and why it takes months and months to make each episode because, again, the music is a trial and error process to get that right. And then the sound design, trial and error to get that right. The story, trial and error to get that right. The animation, trial and error to get that right. And then once you've seen it all, there's a whole bunch of changes you want to make. Right. To it. Like, oh, I could do this better. I could do that better. I could tweak this. I could do this. So, and then at some point, you just got to be like, you know what? Let me just, I'm done now. Let me just give it to the people. And like, it's annoying because I'll release things and there'll be little things in there that I'm still like, mm, and I'll see it as a mistake, but it's not pe- things people will necessarily notice. So I'm just like, you know what? At some point, you've just got to cut it off. So, yeah, that's sort of, how it goes um and then once it's done that's i can enjoy it just like everybody else right. you know so on to the next one um, and then on to the well we take a little break you know rest is important um you know read some of the comments to let some of them good vibes sink in and like, oh, i'm glad they appreciate all this hard right. work that i've right. put into this you know? and then you know maybe maybe a few days later or the next week we'll We'll start cooking up the next one kind of thing. Ah, see? Ace knows, bro. (laughs) (laughs) But it's um, amazing, man. This this creation Mm -hmm. is what we need for the culture, like I said before. And so what do you see in your near future 
for Dragon Flow Z? Do you do you see it going bigger and you know beyond, or like where do you see it in the near future? So, when it comes to Dragon Flow Z, like you touched on in the beginning, there's a whole like vacant space, right, for a type of show which includes all of these kind of dudes in some kind of story, right? right. So. My current goal is to make Dragon Flow Z a hit show where it's a place where artists actually want to come and be a part of it, mm-hmm. right? They want to come and be featured in it because they might have an album coming out or whatever. And like when I say a hot show, like I'm until it's hitting like a million views an episode, I'm not even going to consider taking it to Netflix or anything like that kind of thing. Okay. But I want to keep growing the audience until you know I can reliably say, all right, well, it's got a strong following kind of thing um i want to keep building the universe right i want to and like you said again at the beginning for me like we've entered the flow hala arc now yeah everything's leading to the dragon flow tournament but there's going to be certain arcs story arcs on the way there and like this is a little spoiler for every for the 12 people that are here exclusive access right so Right now, we have a, we've created the concept of Flow Hala, and it's a whole you know place where a lot of the greats of all time are chilling, right? And I'm not going to get into too much of the storyline, but what I will say, right, is, well, the king of Flow Hala is not very happy that the RZA has come and, you know, mess with the space-time continuum, and he's more upset that the Grandmaster has not invited him to the Dragonflow tournament, right? Mm. And what's interesting is where you were saying how it could go beyond rap, right? And my thing is, well, the King of Flohala is, well, I say, well, the King of Flohala is actually MJ right now, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People don't know that, but that's where, that's what, what's coming. And like his right-hand man is uh, Marvin Gaye, you know? <laughs> so when we see how they utilize the dragon flow, you know, I think it's got, again, it's going to be really, really interesting. And this thing has so much potential to go into so many places that people ain't even expecting. Things like Jay-Z, when I bring him in, whenever I bring him in, I'm not just bringing him in as Jay-Z, I'm bringing him as Jay-Z, leader of the Rock Nation, you know? What is the Rock Nation in the Dragonflow Z universe? That's going to be a whole thing you're going to see. But this is what I'm saying, man. Like, for me, Dragonflow Z, we are at the tip of the iceberg in regards to this and I feel like my hopes is for it to just become like a cult classic YouTube thing you know um, money wise it's not it's, to me it's not about the money right now in terms of Dragon Flow Z it's more about creating something that people genuinely love including the artists okay um, and then taking things from there you know and seeing mm. what kind of opportunities arise from that so We'll see, man. Watch this space. Watch episode three. Watch episode three. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Is that that's all I needed <laughs> to hear? Because ultimately, what I'm hearing is you're bridging <clears throat> the gap in which we need that disconnection <clears throat> that we were having with the older generation and the younger <clears throat> generation. Because, as you said, Michael Jackson. Or Marvin Gaye. Not a lot of people of the younger generation know about these people. Mm-hmm. And so now you're really ultimately bridging the gap of who is this? Mm. <laughs> mm. 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 
<laughs> Y'all heard it here first. He is bridging the gap. Do you understand me? <laughs> Listen, I'm excited. And I know everybody in, in the metaverse and everybody that's on Instagram, everybody that's on social media is going to love it. Everybody just in the world is just, this is something that we really, really need. So we're, we are coming close to the end of the interview because I know you said you had to go. Um, I want to ask you some top five questions and then I'm going to have you do a shout out social media last words and your um, Instagram and so on and so forth. So, um, Okay. I'm, gonna do, I'm gonna do the top five, and then we're gonna get get to the um <clears throat> the shout out. So let's hit it. What is your top five animations that you've created? That I've created. Yes. My favorite. Your favorite. Um, in no particular order. Mm-hmm. I would say the Kanye West little baby weekend hurricane video. Yes. Um. <laughs> J. Cole, 95th South video is one of my favorites as well. Um, I think it's unfair to have more than one Dragon Flow Z episode in there, but <laughs> so I'll just pick one. So I'll say episode three of Dragon Flow Z. Um, I, can't walk over I have to say the Once and Leaves video, um, Lil Baby and Drake, because, well, that was the game changer for my whole page and everything. So Absolutely. Out of just so many respects. Um, and then I will probably say, oh, I, say, oh, I see I've waited. I need, I need one more spot. There's two videos, right? <laughs> you can add two. Marcus- hey, we're going to do it. Right. So Marcus Cook's wheelchair video, all right? Like I said before, one of the funniest videos on the internet not because I animated it, just because of what the story is. If you haven't seen it already, go check it out, right? Um, or Marcus, I think his name's Marcus Cook, but his channel is Marcus Detroit International, I think is what the channel is, yeah? Check that out. Okay. Also, I've done a video, I've done a few videos with Ace Fane, but there was one called Monster Hunters, and it was our Halloween special video. I think it's called the Halloween special on my page. It's on both of our pages. But, um, man... If Marcus's video ain't the funniest on the internet, this other video might be the funniest on the internet. So, yeah. Ace Vane Halloween special or the Marcus video, the Marcus wheelchair video um, as my top six. Sorry, man. I don't I don't color within the lines. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, and the Mickey Mouse and the... Um... Oh, the shit. I, I forgot about the Disney beef completely. And the Wednesday started. Uh, your question's broken. I <laughs> your question. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yo, I was so weak when you had them beefing. I would, I would never know that these two guys would beef. Like, what? <laughs> that's phenomenal. Uh, okay, so top five people that have contacted you to do an animation. What, who are your top five? If you if you can tell that, because I don't know if you can spill the beans or if anybody has reached out to say, hey, I want to be in these animations. So, in terms of, like, are we talking about clout or are we talking about people I've enjoyed working with? Um, I guess people you've enjoyed working with. We can do it. <laughs> so, my favorite people or just the most notable well, they're two different questions, you know. Um, even though I'm my favorite, you know, then let's see. I feel like 
Ace Vein, Marcus Cook or Detroit International. Um, oh, I hope I don't miss no one out now. Um, uh, oh, I am Tressa. He's OG. Um, Big Michael or the real Michael, depending mm-hmm. on if you're on TikTok or Instagram. And who gets that last slot? I don't know if Little Baby counts, but I feel like I feel like I, I don't mind throwing Little Baby in there because yeah. he has mentioned that he sees videos. So I'm, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just throw him in, yes. throw him into that. Yes, and um, <clears throat> we're gonna do one more, and, I, and um, we're gonna push to the shout outs. Top five moments in your career so far. So when I got a job working at that big post-production house, because that was my first job in the interview. Like, I remember when that text came through, like I had the whole chills, my head went light. I had to go and take a walk around the block. It was that kind of crazy kind of thing. Um, Then top five. (sighs) So I suppose the Drake skit. No, when I posted Marcus's video the first time, the wheelchair video, I only had a, I didn't have that many followers, maybe 5,000 followers on Instagram, and that was it kind of thing. And I think that was the first semi-viral post where I woke up and it had like 6,000 shares. And I was like, whoa, this is, this is incredible. <laughs> what is going on? Um, so that was quite early on, um, mm-hmm. and that was cool. Yeah, I would say more. the Wednesday skit, when that one blew up, I was like, because that was the one that started the trajectory for my TikTok um, and got rolling with that. So I was like, ah, but that was like a breath of fresh air kind of thing. Um, And then I suppose the last one would be when I finished the third episode of Dragon Flow Z and realized what I had kind of thing I, I realized man if I do this right this could be like a you know a million dollar or billion dollar franchise kind of thing you know it's um, going to be we're going to speak that into existence we're, it's going to be that is what we are going to do yes. heard it here first <laughs> <laughs> so you've already given your exclusive access to, into um, into some things of, of your your animation so we're going to move past that and we're going to get to your shout out social media last words and i have a final question for you and we're going to get up off of here <clears throat> so go ahead and give your shout outs and where they can find you and all of your information that you would like them to have all right well shout out to everybody that subscribed okay those of you that are watching that ain't subscribed i ain't whatever man but those of you that subscribe hey Hey man, appreciate that love, okay? Appreciate that love for real. Y'all just press the button. It ain't even a hard thing in it to press the button, but you took the time to press the button. So man appreciates that for real, yeah? Um, aside from that, shout out to my to my missus, um, who I love very much and gives me the support to do what I do every day, you know? Um, and aside from that, I would just say, well, if you don't know what I do and would like to see what I do, it's JKD Animator. That's a D, not a T H E. Into any search engine, I should come up. Whether it's YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, like if you're watching a cartoon and there are no pupils, you are in the right <laughs> place. Okay, so yeah, 
I'll leave it at that. JK, the anime, <laughs> all platforms. Um, and aside from that, I hope you enjoy the content, yeah? Oh Don't take God. it too seriously. Just, we're just having fun here, okay? So love, now. Oh, I just realized that they didn't have no pupils. <laughs> 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 That's how you know it's from Fenty JKD. That's okay, how you okay, know. If you see right. pupils, you know that shit ain't that shit ain't legit. That's fake. That's, not legit. That's all cap. That's all cap. Yep. Yep. <laughs> all right. So final question is I um I ask a question of the day, which is what bothers you about the industry and what do you feel that could help fix it? Um what bothers me about the industry specifically? I mean, you know, it's weird, right? Mm-hmm. For me, it's a mindset in the sense where because I've chosen to play the game, it's like I've chosen to play, I've, I've chosen to accept the game as it is and play by its rules or play by the rules within it. and meet it to its challenge kind of thing. So it's like anything, and the fact that for me, anything can be both a negative or a positive, right? So any the thing itself to me isn't necessarily an inherent issue. It's if it's affecting you or if you don't have the ability to utilize it in an effective way, you know? So like, People might have a problem with the fact that, well, I'm, you know, collaborating with Little Baby, getting in millions of views, converting loads of people into Little Baby fans and not getting paid for it. The label's getting paid for it kind of thing. But for me, it's like, well, I'm still winning, winning in the way that I choose to win kind of thing. And again, it's part of the process. You know, if it leads to greater things, sometimes you've just got to do, do your time on the bottom to grind up the thing. So... For me, it's not about the problems or there being inherent issues. There's always inherent issues to overcome, but it's about the people that want it enough, being willing enough to go through the shit to break the ceiling so that the people afterwards, it's easier. You know, whoever wants to make the next Dragon Flow Z, probably going to be easier for them, and that's okay. You know, that's part of the job. It's part of being, you know, the, the person on the frontier trying to, you know, bring Take bring you light mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. it's part of the game i just accept it as part of the game you know so yeah. and because the rest of it is such a blessing i feel like it's almost not rude but or ungrateful but it's like better to just focus on your blessings yeah you know if you have enough blessings to focus on just focus on them you know and grow and nurture them that's all that's all you need to do and if you meet a problem turn it into a challenge and overcome it and that's it so Mm. yeah bring the positive out of any negative situation just know that you can can grow from it or you could just Mm. leave it there where it's at and sweep it somewhere and don't worry about it anymore because after it happens there's only two things you can do either you can shit and Mm -hmm. get off the pot or just sit (laughs) just stay sitting (laughs) and your knees and your legs go (laughs) Get the little um, what's the little feeling? <laughs> the thing, yeah. Oh, man. 
<laughs> but yes, this is, I appreciate you for coming and showing love and just showing that our kind, our our complexion, our the minority can do this thing and the consistency that you have to do it and the inspiration behind it. And I'm rooting for you. As you can see, a lot of the people that have come in um, <clears throat> and commented, they, they, you know, they're rooting for you and just keep going. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it can only get better from here. You know what I mean? And it let you can even make a um a mini in, uh, animation of our um podcast. Have you ever thought about that? That could let, let, oh, if you I like see that, that yeah, you? You if, like if, that, I bet you would. <laughs> hey, we on the same page. You feel me? Like you. Mm. <laughs> but no. Well, one thing I will say, it has been a pleasure being here talking to you today. Really enjoyed the conversation, and I'm sure it won't be the last time of course you know um you know it's been fun so hopefully it's the first of many conversations over the journey throughout the years to come kind of thing you know finally you better still be here as well growing in your own right you know so yeah appreciate it so shout out to the podcast so hollywood the podcast shout out to me and my ss hollywood 313 you can follow jk the animator on instagram and all social media platforms make sure you hit that like share and subscribe button on his youtube page as well as mine um but until then um i'm about to go and do this commercial for so hollywood the podcast so y'all will see that here shortly and i might be on some of the voiceovers i'm gonna speak that into existence as well (laughs) but listen Mm. listen But until next time, I appreciate you. Um, This live will be up here for a short period of time. And then I'm going to re-release it on YouTube to get more of a wonderful and bigger effect. Because this show is all about the reality Mm. of being a part of this thing called entertainment. And I appreciate you for sliding through everybody that came on Instagram. Everybody that's going to follow us and the journey that we have and will have together. Cause after this podcast, we are friends. That's what I always say to my guests. <laughs> so <laughs> if you need anything and vice versa, give me a holler, mm-hmm. you know where I'm at. And uh, yeah, if you have anything else left to, to tell your fans, cause you know, you got fans, <laughs> let them know. If well, not, I'll... we're going to get up out of here. If any of my fans are listening, Hey, follow so Hollywood, man. Cause this here is, is nice. It's a nice listen. Yeah. Give them a like, give them a follow for me, for your boy. Yeah. Yes. I appreciate you. You have a wonderful evening. And cause it's about nine o'clock mm. over there right now. It's 4 PM over here, oh, but it's late. all good. <laughs> Go ahead and light up for me. Shout out to all the cannabis <laughs> activists. Cause I'm, I'm one of them as well. So we're going to, we're going to get that going too. You know, right. <laughs> peace up. A town down. Holla. <laughs> hey man it's been a pleasure until next time guys thanks for everyone that come through appreciate Thank the love you. peace alright hey It's time to get ignorant. Uh, the Hollywood lights are bright. Let's get right for a little bit. Uh, the vibe's so low, so let's go and bump it a little bit. Uh, let's celebrate life like it's gonna end in a little bit. Hit the bottom, yeah. a little twist. It makes
That was uh, definitely dope as hell. Make sure you guys tune in next time and also like, share, subscribe to my YouTube channel. I am in the, I'm currently in the process of rebranding. Shout out to Dark Knight ENT Session 420. Swag a lot to Don and my team. New format, new giveaways, new applications, new all of the above. If you stay where you are, you won't get far. Ha <laughs> ha! Bars. Uh -huh.